I had one of the best conversations that made me smile so many times and I can't wait for you to listen. This episode is for my great warriors battling with COVID-19. I really wanted to do something to encourage you to keep pushing and I was so excited when Alexander Gray from Bronx, New York agreed to share his journey to surviving this pandemic. COVID-19. He also shared so many words of encouragement and further prayed that the virus won't take your life. So if you're listening right now and you have a relative or friend down with this virus, share it with him or her to encourage and uplift their spirit. Without further ado, let's get right into this episode. This is the Calm Down Podcast, a reminder that we all have to take it one day at a time in our journeys, check up on our friends, and observe simple cuts. There are three segments to this podcast, which are the issues segment, where a topic is brought to the table and tackled, the reality check segment, where we check up on each other, and finally, the common sense rule segment, where we are reminded of simple cuts we might have forgotten or oblivious to. I am your host, Viola. I'm an on-air personality, content creator, podcast host, beauty and lifestyle blogger at www.hiswordmybeauty.com. Again, www.hiswordmybeauty.com. Welcome to episode 20. You don't know how happy I am to have you in this podcast. Thank you so much for clicking the play button to listen to me, to listen to what I have to say. If you've been an old-time listener, I mean, you're the real MVP. I don't take you for granted. Thank you so much for always coming back to listen, for subscribing, for sharing with your friends. I don't take it for granted. And can you imagine we're at episode 20? 20 episodes. Wow. <laughs> I'm so happy because just like it was just yesterday. Okay, let me not just say it was just yesterday. You know, all those stuff where someone maybe is called to give something like a vote of thanks and they were like, it was just yesterday. But I'm not going to say that, okay, because it wasn't just yesterday. But I'm just so happy that we are 20 episodes. So this means that 20 times I've decided to show up and 20 times you listening to me right now in one way or the other have also showed up with me to listen, to engage, to share and all that. And I want to say a very big thank you thank you thank you thank you so much so yeah this episode um the issue segment of this episode we are gonna be talking and also going to be encouraging our great warriors battling with covid19 so um i'm gonna head on straight to our guest for the issue segment and i was so happy like yo i'm gonna give you a a little backstory like what happened before i actually um got mr alexander to you know talk on this so i was reaching out to a lot of people i went to instagram i went through the hashtags for COVID-19 survivors, I wrote to a couple of people, but none of them responded. Some of them saw the messages. You know when you send someone a message on 
Instagram, it actually shows seeing. So some of them saw the messages, but then didn't want to reply. And I understand because, you know, maybe they're not really fully recovered mentally, you know, or psychologically enough to share. And I really, really respect that. So that, that was why I was so excited. I was so happy when Mr. Alex agreed to do this with me. So, okay, um, enough. So that's the backstory I wanted to share with you. Okay, so before we move straight over to the conversation I had with um, Dr. Alexander Gray, I'd like to give you a little, tell you a, a short bio of Dr. Alex. So, our guest, Apostle Dr. Alexander Gray's ministry began with a divine visitation from the Lord in 1992 when the Lord delivered him from crack, cocaine addiction, alcoholism, and homelessness. He flows powerfully in the healing ministry as well as the prophetic. He is the founder and pastor of Living Love Ministries International Incorporated of Bronx, New York. Apostle Gray is a motivational speaker, NYC chaplain under the New York Chaplain of Community Affairs Bureau and a published author. His first book, Nuggets of Revelation from On High, was released in April 2014. He's in the process of releasing his second book, Send Judah Into the Battle. He has had the opportunity to preach throughout the United States as well as internationally. He is also the founder of Wings of Faith International Outreach, a community-based organization that speaks to his heart's cry, which is to help the youths. So we're going to hop right into this episode. I hope this episode encourages you. I hope it uplifts your spirit. I hope it, it, it increases your strength, your inner strength and your fortitude to keep on fighting. And, you know, just know that this virus is not going to eat you, is not going to take your life away. And please, 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 if you have a relative that is down with this COVID-19, it might not really be a close relative or a close friend or a close family friend. Maybe someone you follow on social media, you follow on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, and has tweeted or has made a post few times that he or she is down with the virus and is sharing their journey, please share this with them. You are doing it out of love. So yeah, let's get right into the interview. Thank you so much, first of all, for agreeing to do this and, you know, for just accepting to share this journey. I really don't take that for granted. Thank you. You're so welcome. All right. So uh, I'm going to start, first of all, with um, this question. When the news that coronavirus is something that is getting really serious, some people just had phobia for it. You know, you just cough and then you think you have the virus, right? Did you mm-hmm. at a point before you got diagnosed for the virus, did you have any phobia like maybe you coughed or you sneezed and then you had this feeling inside of you that, oh, Maybe I do have the virus. Did you ever feel like that? Well, if if you don't mind, could we have prayer first before I speak? Okay. 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 Um, because it's because of God's grace that I'm alive. So I yeah. always want I always want to put him first before I speak. Is that okay? Yeah, of course. It, it is. Okay. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for your word. I give you praise and glory and honor for your word and your spirit. I thank you, Lord, that what will be said will be something that you want me to say and not what you don't want me to say. And that whoever hears this will know about your saving power and your healing power, that you're able to heal, save, deliver, and to keep. Father, I thank you even for this young lady, who well, Viola, who has, if I'm, I pray that I pronounce the name right, Viola, Viola, for her compassion to do podcasts on different subjects to help people realize different things and the importance of life. I give you praise, glory, and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for that. You're welcome. Now, according to your question about the phobia and um, 
having different type of um, indications within the body that I believe or know that it was COVID-19. Um, no, I didn't even think about catching COVID-19 because my focus wasn't really on that. And if I had like cough or something, I would consider it as, you know, someone is um, being attacked with a cold, not that is the coronavirus. I wasn't um, conscious of the coronavirus. I wasn't paying any mind to it. Okay. So what were the very early signs you noticed? What signs like? stood out i was at a church i was at a church service and it was march the 15th and all of a sudden a strange heavy heat just hit my body out of nowhere and i was like what is that and it 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 felt like an incubator my whole body just got real hot and this was march the 15th I paid it no mind, you know, I thought it was the presence of the Lord because he comes with fire. So I thought it was the presence of the Lord. So I paid it no mind. But as the days went along, there was this cough. And when this cough came, it was a terrible, terrible headache. So I thought that it was perhaps um coming down with a cold. I thought I was coming down, you know, with a cold. So I started to treat it as such, as a cold. But then the cough became more intense. It became more intense. The cough became more intense, which was instead of cough five minutes, it became a cough every minute and then a cough every second. And then before a word comes out, a cough comes, pain comes into the head, the body starts to ache. And then um, all of a sudden the bowels started to run continuously with a cough. When a cough came, the bowels ran. Anytime a cough came, it triggered the bowel, the bowel movement and the taste left. Um, I wasn't able to eat anything, didn't have an appetite, didn't smell anything, couldn't taste anything, and just coughing. And the temperature got to be 101. And so again, I thought it was just, you know, regular fever or cold. So I, I took it as such. I didn't wasn't thinking about no COVID-19 or no virus. But then when it got to be 103, and my wife took my temperature as 103, I said, okay, let me just lay here and cough and still run into the bathroom, cough and still go into the bathroom. And I went to the hospital because the temperature was 103. When I went to to the hospital, they saw me about 15 minutes later and then blood pressure and all that. And because I'm attacked with high blood pressure. And so the doctor, when he saw me, he gave me three Tylenols to cause the fever to break. And he took two long swabs and stuck it up my nose really quick. It was very, 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 very painful. Stuck it up my nose real quick to take a test. Sent me home. Didn't keep me. Sent me home. When, yeah. when he sent me home, I laid in the bed just coughing. Bowel movement, no food. It's just coughing, uncontrollable cough, uncontrollable bowel movement, no eating, no, no smelling, headache, pain, and hallucinations. Started thinking of different things and seeing different things and knowing that people was dying from it. It was it was like a um like being in a horror movie that you want to 
try to get out of it, but you were still in the midst of it and don't know how to get out. It was yeah. it was like that because of it's like where did my thoughts was where did this come from and how did I catch it? Because when they test me, they said it takes three days for the test to come back. And when the test came back, they say, uh, Mr. Gray, you're positive. Mm-hmm. I said, send me something in the mail and writing that I'm positive. And they did, but I prayed and I never stopped praying. I never stopped believing in the Lord because I know he's my God. He's my father. He's my healer. And I pray and I cough and I cough and I pray. And I would just kept coughing, mess the bathroom and praying. Yeah. Okay. So um, at that point that you got the um, results back and it was positive, how did you feel at that point? Did you feel hopeless? I didn't feel hopeless um, because I realized that what a person thinks is what a person becomes. And if you think something, those feelings is going to start to show up in your life. And people can think sickness on themselves and make it worse and how they think. So I had to clear my thought. My, my focus was getting healed. Lord, heal me. That was my focus. My focus was, Lord, heal me. But I do remember I was in the bed and it was so un bearable, the pain, the sweating, the hallucination, different things. And I said to the Lord, I said, Father, when are your angels coming to get me? Because I know ain't no demons coming for me. He said, they are not coming. You're not going anywhere. I have more work for you to do. Hmm. When he said that to me, then I felt a sense of relief, like, okay, I'm not dying because of the, the The exhaust and the pain and the tiredness, just, we're just tired. I'm just tired. Like, okay, let's just get over, let me die and just go. And so that's what I had wanted to do was to leave because I could bear the torture of what I was going through. But God had better plans for me. And you were a part of that plan. Yeah. Isn't that something that you was a part of the plan? Because he said to me, my angels is not coming for you. He didn't say my angels. He says, they are not coming. You're not going nowhere. I have much work for you to do. That's what he said to me. Yeah. That's what the Lord said to me. And March the 15th until March the 25th. March the 25th is when things broke with a coffin slowed up because I was drinking Jensen and cayenne pepper and different stuff. So the cough slowed up, but the residue stayed around for two weeks. And when I call the residue is the after effects after the body is eliminating the virus. The cough was constantly there, constantly there, constantly there, constantly there. The fever was gone. The temperature was normal at 98 something, you know, but the cough kept being there. And so, to God be the glory, you don't hear me coughing. Yeah. I have no fever. I bless God that um, I'm here. Many have died. It's over 100,000 mm-hmm. in the United States alone. In New York City, where I reside, a lot of people died. But by, only by God's grace, I'm here talking to you. Yeah. Were you ever admitted in the hospital? Did you get to a point you were they admitted, admitted? They admitted me to the hospital, but they didn't keep me. I thank thank God that they didn't keep me because I probably wouldn't be on the phone with you. Why didn't they keep you? They didn't keep me because they took a chest x-ray. They took a CAT scan and an MRA and they said everything was fine. Wow. So they didn't see any 
They didn't see any inflammation in my lungs. They didn't see anything with my brain. So they, they didn't see anything that they had to keep me. They just told me to to they just told me to go home. They just told me to they just yeah. told me to just told me to go home. I've I've heard of um, natural remedies people take. Like, you know, you mentioned um ginseng, something like that. Were there natural remedies you took um while you were experiencing the symptoms? So- what did I take? Yeah, did you take any natural remedy? Like, um, there are so many things, um, you know, doctors advise you take to boost your immune system as well. Were there some of those things that you took, like natural um, fruits or herbs yes, and all that? Yes, I've took elderberry, cayenne pepper, um, uh, ginger, ginger, garlic, and an onion. Okay. What was the recovery process for you like? What was it uh, the like recovery, for you? The recovery process for me was slow. The recovery process for me was slow. It was slow. Okay. And it appeared like it was trying to reoccur. Like it wasn't letting my body go. But I refused okay. to give in to it. And so I did what I had to do to live. Okay. Um, was your wife affected? No, you mentioned my wife, no, um, she was affected. You know, something you brought up my wife through the interview is because she's a strong woman. She stayed in the bed with me when I was at my worst. She mm-hmm. was cleaning me and just making my teas and everything. I was like, wow, that's a strong woman. She wasn't afraid. She wasn't afraid. <laughs> And I tell people when I talk to them about it that I believe that if she would have thought about what it was and the seriousness that it is, then fear could have set into her. But I believe her faith in God was more stronger than how her husband was being attacked and how her husband was sick. That all she's focused on and all she saw is I had to get my husband back to health again. But I believe if she would have focused on, oh, he's attacked with coronavirus, Oh, yes, coronavirus. And so many people dying. We got two little girls. One is 10 and one is eight. We got to stay away from daddy. We got to get out the house. We didn't, you know, I believe she would have panicked. But because she was focusing on seeing her husband get better and not focusing on the danger of the coronavirus. And it's only by God's grace that it didn't affect her. She had a, a little symptom she shared with me, uh, like a cough, you know, just like a cough, but no, no fever in my two youngest daughters they had like a little cough but no fever so god has protected all of us god has god has protected us i I love the fact and i'd love to add that actually one of the things that also helped her to take care of you was her defeating the virus in her mind first of all right before taking care of because if she subdued her thoughts to fear then it will take hold of her mind and you know it would just um get onto her so yeah thumbs up to her she did a very wonderful job when it comes to anybody with any kind of ailment in life if they condition their mind to the opposite of the ailment they can beat it because whatever the mind cannot hold it would impress itself on the body and the scripture says as a man think of his heart so is he so Whatever a person is focusing on, that's the direction that their life is going to go in, and that's the direction that their body is going to go in. It's like a person years ago was attacked with the AIDS virus. The moment the people that was taking care of them in the hospital took them out of black clothing 
and put on white clothing on them so that they can see light instead of depression and darkness. Then they got better each time. So there's certain things that can really heal the human body if we just change our focus, change our thought, change even um, our attitude to a happy attitude, a joyful, you know, a joyful, a joyful attitude. So yes, I believe that with all my heart, if she would have focus on the seriousness and the deadly effectiveness of the virus she could have panicked and just left, and just left me mm. um here by myself be afraid to sleep in the bed not one night did she let me sleep alone that one night mm, that's so beautiful um what would you say to someone um, battling with coronavirus right now that is so afraid of dying and, you know, is finally losing hope. Has someone that has survived this, right? What would you say I, to I would that say to person? Them, first of all, the Bible says trust. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 says trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not into your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. And then Proverbs 23, 7 says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. I would tell them to change their thoughts from death to life. Focus and think on things that is exciting. Think on when they went swimming, when they went shooting pool, when they went on a vacation. Shift their mind. When they shift their mind, they shift their feelings. When they shift their feelings, they reject the feelings of sickness and disease. It's not lying that it's not there, but it's saying, I don't want you to be here. I don't accept you and I don't give in to you, so I reject you. And because I'm rejecting you with my thoughts and I'm rejecting you with my feelings, you got to leave because the Bible says they should not die, but live and declare the wonderful works of the Lord. And as long as people set their minds and set their hearts on things about life, you know, then they will live. I came to the point that I was tired and I wanted to go because I was tired and I was exhausted. And I'm like, God, I've been praying and, you know. But he said, I ain't going anywhere. I didn't see death. I didn't see death. I didn't have fear or anything like that. It's just that I was tired of talking and coughing and coughing and talking and coughing and talking and running to the bathroom and running to the bathroom, coughing and talking. Running to the I said, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I got tired. But my mind not once shifted to death, nor fear. But being with God was better than what I was going through. But God has something better for me as I'm talking to you now on the phone. So I would say to them, Number one, change their thoughts and, and stop looking thank you, Holy Ghost, stop looking at the examples of other people that is that, that died from it because that reinforces death to come into the hearts and the minds and the feeling of the individual. That was their story, but that doesn't have to be my story. I want to live. If I have children, which I have seven, I want to focus on my children. My son is 32. He just graduated college. You know, we have to change our thoughts and focus on things that excites us, things that, that that bring good memories to us. And once we the person does that, then their spirits will rise high and they will have a level of expectancy. They will be expecting to get better. And as long as they expect to get better, they have to get better because the body responds to thoughts and the body responds to feelings. And I would say this, don't give up, don't give up. Don't, don't give up. Fight, fight, fight with your words. God, I know you hear me. I shall live and not die and declare the wonderful works of the Lord. And they may be saying, well, 
man, you said you gave up. Yes, I was tired. I lived a life of helping people for years. I didn't want to stay like this continuously. So I said, Lord, what is your angels coming to get me? But not one time that I ever have fear, not one time that I ever lose hope that God will heal me. That's why I kept crying out to him because I know he hurt me. And he will hear you too when you cry out to him. That's why I took this time to do this, hoping that whoever listens to it will have an opportunity to say, yes, I'm not going to think about it. Um, people talking about all these people die from it. That's dumb. That's not going to be me. Well, someone just died yesterday. That's dumb. That's not going to be me. I'm going to live through this. I'm going to live. And just keep a positive aspiration of life, positive ideas, positive memories flood their mind with memories of the good things and exciting things that they did. Also, thank you, Lord. Let them stay away from negative people that speak doubt, that speak hopelessness, that speaks despair, that don't see a brighter day for them, but is accepting what everybody else is accepting is death. Keep them away from negative people. Even if it's family, stay away from negative words because the negative words do more damage than the sickness, disease will ever do. So have them around for them to be around people that inspires them, people that encourage them, People that give them hope and tell them that they can make it. They will live and not die. You know, this. you're going through this, but it's not forever. You're coming out of this. Many people has beat this and you can beat it too. Give them that type of hope. Give them that type of encouragement and give them that type of support. And they will live like I live. Yeah. Um, last question. What changed in you afterwards? Um, you know, surviving this mentally, spiritually, psychologically. A lot of things changed in me. A more respect for life because sometimes we take life for granted. Mm. More respect for life and more respect for the breath, air, air that we don't even think about breathing, but we breathe it. More respect for air and life and even body, the body. To, to really feed my body right, give my body the right rest, give my body the right uh, vitamins and minerals and things um, that it needs. Love people that are here. I did a funeral today for a woman that was like a mother to me. And I was sharing with the family, love people while they're here. Give them their flowers now. Call them and tell them you love them now. Call them and tell them you miss them now. These are the things that really became much more stronger. I was always a person of love because my ministry is named Living Love and she's international. So I was always a man that always exemplified love wherever I go. But God deepened my love for man. God deepened my love for the human family and allowed me to be much more compassionate for people than I ever was before to appreciate him as my God that is a living God that was able to keep me, preserve me, watch over me and bring me through and also to let people know what really stood out to me more than anything is that it has his hands on you. No matter what comes up against you, it will not work. It will not work. It may seem like it's working, but it won't work. And I I came out more appreciated, more grateful, more thankful, much more stronger, much more sensitive to the hurts and the needs 
you know, of others. And I just wish that people will begin to enjoy life and don't focus on death, but enjoy life. Mm. Wow. Thank you so much. Um, I'm so grateful. Thank you for sharing this with me. I really appreciate it. You're so Thank welcome. You. It, it has been an honor to do it. And, and I pray that those that will be able to hear it will give them hope if they know someone that is attacked with the virus or has the virus, that they will listen to it and will give them hope because I'm speaking from a place of love and love heals. The Bible says when wisdom speaks, healing flows. And so that healing will flow into the body, into the mind and the souls of those that were here, that heaven will begin to touch them. Even as the presence of God is touching you now, uh, I pronounce your name. Was it Viola? Viola? I don't want to. Huh? huh? Viola. 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 Even as the presence Viola. of the living yeah. God is touching Viola right now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Even as it's touching you, that it will begin to touch the listeners. And that there will be testimonies upon testimonies upon testimonies how people were able to overcome because their hope, thank you, Jesus, because their hope became more stronger than the virus. Their expectation became more stronger than the negative things that people were saying. And they will win. I believe that with all of my heart. They will win. Amen. Giving me the opportunity to share this with you and thank you for my wonderful sister only love because at first I wasn't going to do mm-hmm. this I wasn't because oh wow okay. um, I know that there's others that been through more severe damage than me going through the virus you know um, on incubators and, and things of that nature so I didn't look at my going through as severe enough to be talked about and so I wasn't going to do it but the lord told me son do it because although you may have not been on a respirator like others and your lungs was not affected like others but you was on the place of leaving the planet and i brought you back and i want you to tell people that they can live too and so this is why i did it that's why i came on here I don't know about you, but I was so happy. I felt so many ways listening to him share that part of his journey. And I must say it's really left me encouraged and I was so happy. So um, thank you so much, Mr. Alex. Um, If you want to connect with Mr. Alex, if you further want to connect with Mr. Alex, I'm going to be leaving all his social media platforms, um, links to all his social media platforms in the description box. And also his website link, it will be in the description box just in case you want to further connect or you further want to ask him questions. Everything will be in the description box. So that's all for the issue segment. I We'll be moving over to the second segment, which is the reality check segment. So if this is your first time listening to this podcast, once again, you are welcome. So in the reality check segment, this is what I do. I basically just check in with you, right? It's a reality check. So I just check in or I just check to know how you're doing. What we do most times is I get a mail from any of our listeners that probably is going through something or is going through something that he or she just needs support with or something that he or she just needs advice on. Um, the person sent 
sends me a mail if it's something urgent that the person wants me to answer immediately i answer it and i also read it out here in the podcast and also seek um urge other members of the community to also bring in their own advice and opinions from a godly angle so you don't have to worry when i read some of these mails of course the person wants me to read them out and if you want me to hide your identity or make you anonymous it's totally fine i do that but in this um episode in the reality check segment of this episode i just quickly want to encourage you and also remind you of something and this is it if it steals your joy it's not worth it listen if it steals your joy it's not worth it i know a lot of things are happening right now i mean 2020 it's not even over. It's not even half of the year, right? Okay, we are we are in June, right? This is like half of the year, but not we've not really gone far into 2020, and a lot has happened. Starting with Kobe's death, um, the killings, the pandemic, George Floyd, a lot of things. You know, the recent the the girl that was raped while in church. You know, reading it's just a lot of things that has been happening, and I know that all these things alone can give one anxiety. And not just that, in our personal lives, probably some of the plans that we've had for the year you know it's not coming together because of everything that is going on even the world economy is shaking trust me i see all these things but when i say if it steals your joy it's not worth it i mean that you know we should constantly guard our hearts let me tell you one thing about the mind the mind controls your human your body the entirety of your body if you notice once you start thinking and thinking about st- something you start worrying about it it starts to affect your physical body your biological body okay let me just use that word because your body starts to deteriorate and you start to get weak you would start having headaches and from there you start having high blood pressure so trust me it's not worth it it's not worth it if that thing constantly steals your job you know, Jesus knew that we would go through all these things. That was why he told us that he will be with us even till the end of the world. That was why he told us, cast all your cares on me for I care for you. Okay, and one thing that just makes it so relatable is that Jesus is not talking from the angle of someone up there in heaven just looking at us human beings go through all sort of things. He came to this earth. He has felt our he has felt what it what it feels like to walk this earth, to have problems, to have so many, so many tons of problems. So he knows how you feel. He understands that need in front of you. But he just wants you to do something, to cast it on him. See, let me tell you, ask yourself, there's something that have just helped me to to properly um, implement this in my life and I'm so happy about that. So that stuff you're worrying about, you're constantly thinking about it before you go to bed, your thinking is bothering your mind. Now tell me, did thinking solve the problem? No, it didn't. It just complicated the issue because you just ended up, it just ended up triggering one kind of ailment or the other in your body because trust me, even if you don't have headache, in one way or the other, thinking and worrying over something affects your mental health it affects your biological your physical health it affects your relationship with people because you're always going to be moody you're always going to be unhappy and guess who is losing out you so why don't you just you know cast it on god right why don't you just take it off your chest Take this thing off your chest, cast it on him. So what I'm saying is that thing that you're worrying about right now that is stealing your joy, it's not worth it, okay? It's not your responsibility to to think and think about it. You, You can't do anything about it, right? Why don't you cast it on Jesus and just chill, calm down, okay? I need you to understand that the plan and... The joy of God for his children is to always be joyful in him. And let me tell you one thing, joy is a choice. You choose 
to be happy. You choose to have joy. And when you choose to have joy, the Holy Spirit has seen that step, which is choice. And that is one gift that God has blessed every human on this earth with, the gift of choice. So you choose to have joy and then he comes and fills your heart with joy. But when you choose to worry, he's always there asking, why don't you just hand me over this? You cannot do anything about it. Okay, so please choose joy. Choose joy. Remember, remember when you're about to worry about that thing. Just talk to God. I know you're hurt and I know it's it's probably aching in your heart and in your spirit, but choose joy. It's not worth it. Trust me, it's not worth it at all. It's not worth it. If it steals your joy, always remember this. It is not worth it. It is not worth it. Recently, I made this post on my blog. If it steals your joy, it's not worth it. But I felt like I should also come in here and talk to you about this. It's nothing you're worrying about. It's not worth it. It's only giving you headaches and diseases. It's There's nothing you can do about it. Cast it on Jesus, okay? I'm going to leave the link to this blog post where I talked more on this. It's just a few seconds read, like up to 55 seconds read. I'm going to leave the link um, to that in the description box of this episode so you can just go and check it out, okay? Remember, if it steals your joy, it's not worth it. Okay, so that's all for the reality check segment. And finally to the common sense rule segment. So, okay, um, again, for the first person listening to the... Okay, now, right. For anybody that is listening to this podcast the first time, the common sense rule segment is just where I remind us of simple cuts that we are oblivious to or that we don't just observe. Because these are just simple cuts, right? It's simple. It's not hard. Okay, and in the last episode, which was... No, episode 18, I had a submission. So what I do is, what we do in this episode is, if you have anything that, you know, pisses you off that people do, cuts that people don't just observe for whatever their their personal reasons are, you can send that entry to me and I'm going to talk about it in the podcast and also give you credit. So in the last episode, someone sent in an entry which I ranted about, okay? The person was talking about people that don't call you before coming to your house. Like, they don't... Like, you you don't call them and then you just knock on the door and, like, that gives people anxiety. Not just anxiety, like, people plan their day. If you want to show up at someone's house, tell them you're coming. That person probably just wants to use the whole of the day to rest. And there you are at the door knocking. Plus, the people that will just call you while they're knocking at the door and tell you to open their door and then with, they're with a mini traveling bag and they plan to spend four days. Why wouldn't you tell me you're coming? So in response to that, I got another entry, like sort of like a continuation to that. And this entry is from a fan of this podcast, Claudia Onyi Anon Okonkwo. She's a teacher and a fashion designer. And she further wanted me to talk about not just people that come to your house unannounced without, you know, telling you um, prior to their coming that they're coming, right? She also wanted me to talk about people that then come to your house and then start to move around your house. I mean, why will you come to my house and then, or come to somebody's house and then you, you start moving into the room, you start going into the kitchen. Like, we're not close friends. We are nothing. We are just there, okay? And I invite you to my house or you just maybe didn't call me that you're coming and then you knocked on the door and I was like, okay, fine. I just have to be nice. And then you walk in and then you start walking into every room in my house. I mean, that is rude. If you do that, please stop it. It's not your house. You're not paying the rent. You're not doing any inspection. You're not the police. And I didn't get any warrant for my house to be searched. So why are you moving around my house without my permission? What is it? I mean, there's a reason it's called the sitting room or parlor. That is where you receive guests. 
Okay, that is where you also come down or you also come out from your rooms to relax. So that is why it's called the sitting room. And that is why it's mostly the first room that you enter when you enter into someone's house. So the people that made that kind of house plan, they're not dumb, okay? So when you come into somebody's house, except if you guys are close friends, please do not start moving into each and every room in their house. It's totally rude and uncalled for. Very, very rude. If you do that, please... <laughs> stop it. It, it's, it doesn't speak well of you at all. So that's all for the Common Sense Risk segment. Thank you so much for listening to this point. Thank you so much. Like your episode 20, 20 episodes. <laughs> your girl is sure excited. If you love my content and would love to support me and encourage me in my content creation journey, I have a special offer for you once you become a patron of this podcast, the Countdown Podcast. And this special offer lasts till June 24. And I highly, highly advise that you jump on this offer. This offer is to advertise your business or your services for free on the countdown podcast so all you have to do is to become a patron and then you unlock this special offer i'm going to be leaving a link to my patreon account in the description box so you can definitely check it out and of course join and become a patron of this podcast and have your business or your services advertised for free this podcast has reached in 20 plus countries and not just that when you become a patron there are tons of benefits and i know sometimes you've probably wondered what the behind the scenes of making an episode is like Trust me, sometimes it can be so tiring, it can be so frustrating, but because I just um, want to add value to you, I just want to serve you, it's one of the things that keep me going. So some special offers that you enjoy once you become a patron of this podcast, um, once you support by becoming a patron of this podcast are one, you get access to behind the scenes production of this podcast you love. That means you get to see my script, the script I'm using to record where I scribble all the ideas and just show you my content creation journey or, you know, process to create creating a particular episode. Another benefit you get to have is a special shout out. So how would that make you feel to, you know, get a shout out of the podcast, also briefly talk about you and how amazing you are. So that is another benefit that you get. The third benefit that you get is early access to new episodes days or weeks before being published. Like... Do you know what that means? So what that actually means is that, for instance, this interview that I um, recorded with Only Love Austin, who was our guest on episode 17 of the podcast, for instance, that means that if that um, I record something like that, you get to have an early access to it. If maybe I want to post it or I want to share that content two months um, later, you get to listen to it two months earlier so you have early access to all the content that i create fourthly you have access to my monthly podcast calendar so i get to organize everything all the guests that i want to have on my podcast you know my content strategies and all that you get not just to have a sneak peek you see everything you just see what goes on behind the scenes another benefit is you get 30 percent off all my services if you want to see all the services that i render like i can help you start your own podcast i will guide you through starting your own podcast or you have a podcast and you need someone to audit it and you know let you know what you're not doing right and also how to position yourself properly and also voiceovers the link to all my services will be in the description box so you can definitely check them out for that all these services that i offer you get 30 percent off automatically as a patron as a huge supporter of this podcast and again you can be live with me on an episode of this podcast so what that means is you know i said earlier i'll send you episodes right before they are published so let's say for instance i want to have a guest on the podcast and i tell you 
as a patron that I want to have this guest and this is what we're going to discuss. If you have an input or something that you would love to contribute, you just have to record it. I'll tell you how you can record it and send it to me and I'll put it. It will be in a live episode that will be published across all podcast listening platforms and apps. There are so many access there are so many opportunities and so many benefits you get when you become a patron of this countdown podcast so if you really want to support like i said earlier and become a patron click the link in the description box and i cannot wait to serve you like i cannot even wait at all Thank you so much for listening to this point. I hope you learned a whole lot. If you want to receive updates on new episodes, you can subscribe to my newsletter by clicking the link in the description box. We are also on social media. You can follow the Countdown podcast on Instagram at the underscore calm underscore down underscore podcast. And you can like our Facebook page at the Countdown podcast and also join our Facebook group Countdown podcast community. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at viola underscore ekene v-i-o-l-a underscore e-k-e-n-e so is there anything bothering you that you need my opinion and that of the community on before making a decision for the reality check segment please please send email to ekeneviola at gmail.com e-k-e-n-e v-i-o-l-a ekeneviola at gmail.com or send a direct message to our podcast instagram handle at the calm down podcast that is the underscore calm underscore down underscore podcast you can also check out my blog at www.iswordmybeauty.com again www.iswordmybeauty.com for amazing beauty lifestyle and interview contents this podcast is also available to listen on apple google podcast spotify pocket cast breaker radio public listening notes and other podcast listening platforms out there once again i'm your host viola ekene thank you so much for listening and love you